0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raising Golfers podcast. I'm your host, Travis Hauser, PJ professional here in Carlsbad, California. Today's topic is fighting perfectionism. And, you know, I'm no sports psychologist. However, I do experience these things as a golf coach, and I'm sure I'll start to go through some of these things as a golf parent over the years as well. But certainly this is, you know, a scenario that probably all of us listening, whether we're a coach or whether we are a parent of a junior golfer, has gone through at some point, so I figured, why not talk about this on this week's episode? So you, you know, you, you probably have a great junior golfer in your hands, and again, it could be your child, it could be your student, and you see that when they're out there on the golf course, whether it's in a tournament or for us with our nine-hole challenges for Operation Thirty Six, the player is just rarely satisfied with their performance, and I think you know if you look at it deeply, what they're after is they are after some form of perfectionism. So for them, you know, they only see it in two ways. It's either perfect or it's failure. And since perfection really is impossible, the athlete always feels like they have failed. Does this sound familiar? At least it does for me. I see this quite often with some of our junior golfers and students and just over the years of coaching golf, I have seen it. So, you know, being self-critical or, or being a perfectionist, you know, really, I haven't seen it lead to self improvement over the long haul. Now, sure, you've seen some players develop their skills, go high school golf, college golf, those kinds of things. But long term, I I just really haven't seen it, you know, we want the junior golfers to learn from their failures, we want them to have some sort of maybe self criticism. But again, you know, unfortunately, it leads more to lower confidence and really less productivity when it comes to trying to achieve whatever the goals are that they have. So if you look at self-criticism, you know, it's, it's really a destructive habit because eventually it just, it kind of blocks and, or almost blinds the junior golfer from what their true potential really is. And, you know, I see this a lot with junior golfers. It's like, man, they, they don't even know how good they really are. And you know how good their scores are, and you know one of these things that we've done actually at the academy recently is we give out certificates to players when they shoot their personal best score from the current division that they are on. And the reason we decided to do this is in hopes that it helps in this area. It's not just to give out certificates all the time to junior golfers and, and make them feel like they're winning all the time, but the really the really the big thing is is that what we're trying to do is help them understand. That actually, hey, you know what, I know you weren't happy out there today with your score that you feel like wasn't perfect. However, you need to realize that was four strokes better than your best score you've ever had. And my hope is is that long term, this will really start to help and lead into more positive thinking. Maybe lead into just a small portion of help towards the growth mindset. But anyways, if you're a coach listening, I think it's worked out pretty well. I have seen that thing there help kind of take away some of the, the upsetness or tears that you might see after a round and help them realize that actually they are doing better than they really think they are. But, you know, really just long-term that, you know, perfectionism and self-criticism, it, it just becomes like the most damaging thing for them, especially in the middle of competition. And you've probably seen it again during the middle of a round you know, your junior golfer has some kind of, I don't want to say, well, I guess meltdown would be the best word is they get upset and they get so hard on themselves after just having what was a bad shot or a bad hole thinking that the end of the world is coming. And I have never seen the follow up immediately after that be positive or good. So You know, it's it's tough. It's one of those things as a coach and as a parent, it's really, really, really hard to watch. And I understand it. You know, I mean, I I see my own students go through this and, you know, we're never going to be able to completely fix some of these situations in the moment. That's for sure. But we can certainly help long term. And now let's hear a message from our show sponsor. Hey, guys this last spring i teamed up with operation 36 here at our facility in carlsbad california and it has completely changed my way of coaching and service to my customers operation 36 is a developmental golf program designed to take beginners from playing their first round to being able to shoot par or better for nine holes so here's how it works participants attend weekly one-hour classes and work through a six-level curriculum they then play in nine-hole events once or twice a month with a common goal to shoot 36 or better from different distances and using the Operation 36 app, coaches can plan programs, communicate with families, and track students' progress. It's really, really cool. If you're a parent listening, search for a program near you on their website at operation36.golf forward slash juniors. And coaches, if you'd like to start a program at your facility, go to the same website, operation36.golf forward slash coaches. So the first step, I think, to help with this would be. That understand that, you know, this is going to be one of those things that's going to take some time. And we really have to try to avoid conversations in the heat of the moment. One thing I've worked on, I've mentioned this on the podcast, is going up to the student asking if they would like to chat about the situation or talk about what's going on right now. So far, I would say probably 99% of the time they're going to say no. And that's okay. We just need to wait, and maybe we can ask them the next day or the next week, and talk about that when their emotions have calmed, and go through that scenario with them when they feel comfortable, and help ask them by help them by asking a lot of questions. And I think that goes a long ways with this. So, what I would say is like, okay, so where can we help? But I, th- I think the first thing would be is creating routines, and these routines need to be created much sooner than you know when these unfortunate um, perfectionism situations come up in the middle of a round. So it has to happen long term. So if you haven't started some routines, we're going to start those today. And after a competition or around a golf, we could have players, as an example, maybe spend five minutes just writing in a journal two things that they did really well today. They're probably going to really struggle with this at first and it might be very difficult and maybe they can't do it that day or that evening at first, but maybe they can do it the next day after a competition and starting to keep a log in a journal. And you know, what this reminds me of is like, if you look at the interviews on the PGA tour, or the LPGA tour, when the players talk to the press, almost all of the talk they have is positive. It's not about what they are doing wrong. It's more about what they are doing. Right. And I think that goes a long ways. And, uh, you know, it's not necessarily that they're being cocky. It's more that they're being confident, but at the same time they have to, from a psychological standpoint, trick themselves into thinking that they are doing well. And I'm a big proponent. I don't like excuses for anything. And when I catch myself starting to think of excuses for performance, I have to stop myself in my own tracks. Even happened to me yesterday, I went bowling. I uh, started to get sidetracked. But I went bowling a couple nights ago with some friends. I woke up yesterday morning before I was playing around a round of golf, and my body was sore in places. I hasn't been sore for a while. I haven't bowled since before we had kids. And my first immediate thought was, oh, is this going to have an effect on my performance on the golf course? Now to some extent, it probably could have, but I had to quickly, wash that out and also kind of relate back to prior experiences when, you know, I've either gone weightlifting or things like that. And I've been very sore and actually had one of my better rounds of the month. So, um, I did what I could. I did a few stretches and, you know, got to the golf course early and hit some balls and didn't let that affect me in the past. I think it would have affected me even more. So then after that, the players have written down a couple of positive things that they've done. Then they can write down maybe one thing they can improve or practice before their next round or competition if there's enough time. And then this way they can look back on the journal and say, okay, you know, based on what I was thinking after the last round, this is what I need to go out and practice and work on. And that will give them an idea of and and some guidance to go out and and have some structured practice around something they believe they can improve in as opposed to still dwelling on the performance that they weren't happy about because it wasn't perfect. And then finally, what I would say is, you know, let them take a mental break from the sport. And what I mean by that, it doesn't have to be like weeks or months. Sometimes it is, but it just means like, okay, so once you spent five or 10 minutes writing in this journal, let's do something else. Why don't we go do some other activities, watch a movie, do some schoolwork, just go play outside, do something just to take their mind off of it. So they're not continuously dwelling on it. Now, there are plenty of resources out there on how to help create a growth mindset in children, And even in junior golfers, and it's, again, something that we can all work towards, but it certainly doesn't happen at the snap of the fingers. It's tough with the kids as their expectations are so high, and they are chasing perfectionism. But, of course, as us adults, we know that that doesn't exist what we can do instead of criticizing their perfectionism is we have to try to do our best to start helping these things in these areas and some of those routines. And I think just that idea of the journal could go a long way for your junior golfer. I'm still trying to do more research and ideas for this to help my own junior golfers and students at the golf Academy. If anybody else has any other great ideas that's worked for them and kind of fighting that perfectionism, I would love to hear from you. I'm going to put the Academy and my email address out there for you. It's raisinggolfers247 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your opinions on this and any ideas that you've had with fighting perfectionism. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to having you here back on the podcast next week.